Hey guys, Michael here. Real quick, if you're listening to this on Apple right now and you like the Backwoods Radio Show, please drop it a five-star review. It's the best way to support the podcast. It helps boost its visibility, helps it show up in the charts and all that good stuff. And while you're at it, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already to make sure you never miss an episode or an update. Thanks. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Backwoods Radio Show. Now, before we dive in, I wanted to make a little announcement. And I assure you, this is a deal you ain't gonna wanna pass up. Connold's Donut Shop is giving away free jelly donuts today between the hours of 12 and 3 p.m. And if you haven't had one of Connold's jelly-filled donuts, then you better get on down there right quick before the promo ends. Those things are to die for. The secret is in the jelly. Legend has it that Connold doesn't actually use jelly at all, but rather stuffs those donuts with fresh human afterbirth. Some claim to have seen Connold haul an ass out of the local hospital with buckets full of placentas and turkey basters overflowing with amniotic fluid. Though, that's just hearsay. Connold has never confirmed nor denied these claims and refuses to give up his secret recipe. But I don't give a damn what's inside those donuts. It could be human feces straight out of King Pork's butt for all I care. All I know is those things are damn good. And I can't promise that I won't cut today's show short just to nab me a free donut stuffed full with human afterbirth. I'm Squatch Ronson. And you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. We got cannibal children and human gators. Razor blade candy and human skin traders. So please come on down and be the lucky ball bearer. For discarded guts from bloody Wendigo terrors right here. And all snacks. Magical moose is running rampant across Dogsnout County, slaughtering countless people in its path. Though, this moose doesn't use its antlers or hooves to do its killing. Apparently, this majestic creature has been imbued with supernatural abilities and uses said abilities as its weapon of choice to murder humans in fun and creative ways. Such as slaughtering lumberjacks by causing the trees they cut down to fall in the opposite direction of what was intended, thus crushing the lumberjacks beneath them. Or somehow causing fishermen to cast their own lines around their throat and spinning the reel until their heads pop clean off. Witnesses have reported seeing the moose's eyes glow in icy blue and a purple aura emit from its head just prior to the incidents indicating that it is indeed the cause of the mayhem. To add to the high strangeness of the matter, witnesses have also reported that the moose has a large gaping hole in the center of its forehead, from which a thick black goo can be seen oozing out at all times. This is cause for concern as it implies that the moose may not be mortal at all, but rather some sort of zombified, demonic servid, leaving many to wonder if the beast can even be killed at all. At this point, the level of the moose's power is unclear. While it may seem easy to chalk it up to good old-fashioned telepathy, others have pointed out that the moose's kills seem to center less around exploding heads and levitation, and more so around simple bad luck. 
as if the moose is simply a dark omen causing the activities of nature lovers to go awry in its unholy wake. It appears to be focusing its attacks solely on human beings, leaving one to ponder if this is all part of some sort of large-scale revenge plot against humanity. Squatch, if I could interrupt, what makes you believe that this is calculated? I mean, couldn't this moose just be blindly misusing its new, unfamiliar powers? I suppose that's possible, Gary, but it seems more calculated than that. The beast only appears to be murdering people who are, say, harming Mother Nature. Whether that be cutting down trees, polluting the air, or hunting wildlife, it all seems very directed, like some sort of morbid hippie vegan agenda. The rampage has become such a bloodbath that the animal has been given the moniker of Murder Moose. Not much is known about its origins at this point, but many speculate that murder moose is not a natural-born phenomenon. Large quantities of scientific supplies and other alien-like technologies have been seen being hauled into the Hades Institute as of late. Considering the fact that murder moose appeared shortly after the arrival of Hades, the townsfolk have naturally started connecting the dots. Though nothing is confirmed at this point, I think it's safe to say that the Hades Institute probably has something to do with this. Murder Moose may have started as their guinea pig, but now we are all guinea pigs to Murder Moose. Mere test subjects for it to try out its newfound powers on. And now, here's everyone's favorite half-man, half-alligator weather mutant, Gator Gary, with the forecast. The high for today is 84, with a low for tonight of 76. It's shaping up to be a rainy day here in Dog Snout County with no signs of letting up in the foreseeable future. While rain in and of itself is nothing to fear, it is highly advised that you remain indoors for the duration of the day. The advisory comes after countless telephone poles and power lines across Dogsnout County have collapsed, leaving exposed wires bouncing across the wet streets of town. The electricity combined with the rain will almost certainly result in your death upon stepping foot outside. While it has yet to be confirmed at this point, many are speculating that Murder Moose may have been the one who caused the power lines to fall, seeing the rain as an opportunity to turn the roads of Dogsnow County into one giant massive taser, thus eliminating hundreds of humans in the process. Mayor Mama has organized a team of sexual deviants to help in aiding the town with the cleanup, as they are impervious to the electricity due to the rubber dominatrix suits that they wear over their semen-stained bodies. Torque Tiger, being the most formidable BDSM behemoth in town, has been leading the cleanup crew, using his massive hulking muscles to pick up the fallen telephone poles as his little perverted minions take care of the wires. 
If you have any sex slaves wearing rubber suits chained up in your basement, or if you yourself like to don a rubber suit and pay an elderly chain-smoking madame to step on your balls, feel free to join in on the cleanup crew. Dogsnout County appreciates you and your horribly swollen, bruised testicles. We're going to take a quick little break here, folks, but when we return, we'll hop on a call with a local artisan here in town. In the meantime, here's a little ditty for you.
That was Crown by Boohag from their new album, Burial Ground. You can find more of their music on Spotify or by visiting boohagmusic.com. Now, I don't usually like to make personal calls during the show. It's unprofessional. But I figure it could also serve as a nice little introduction to one of the artists here in Dogsnout County. You see, being springtime and all, I wanted to do something to spice up the landscape and around the radio station. I always like those little garden gnomes, you know? But heck, if I'm going to pay 20 bucks for one, you know me, frugal till the day I die. So, I decided to make my own. But I'm not really good with clay and the like, so I just used one of my interns. He was a pretty tall fella, so I had to trim him down to size, of course. I know it would have been easier just to go out and find a little person and cover them in cement, but I don't know. Something about that just seemed unfair. I like to keep an even playing field when it comes to killing. Anyways, back to the tall feller. I removed his legs from his hips down to his ankle, and then I sewed his feet up to his pelvis up by his balls, and then I did the same thing with his arms, moving his hands up to his armpits. And then last I decapitated him and kind of segmented out his neck, you know, and then I reattached his head right on top of his shoulders. Truth be told, I probably should have reversed the order of things because he was really squirming something terrible as I dismembered him, but my zoom is broken and I needed some music to fill the air while I worked and his scream sure did make for good ambiance. Once I finished miniaturizing him, I covered him in cement to ensure longevity and to prevent him from rotting away on my front lawn. But then, he just looked kind of bland and dreary, you know? I tried putting a gnome hat on him, then I tried taking one of my bearded interns and carved out the part of his face where his beard was and slapped that on the gnome, but it just wasn't enough. So, I decided to get him painted. I reached out to a local artist here in town, Marv. Marv knows a heck of a lot more about paint than I do, as he should, seeing as how he spends most of his days huffing it. But if you're able to shake him out of his stupor, boy, does he do wonders with a paintbrush. Nobody paints like Marv. And he uses colors you just ain't gonna find at your local hardware store. He likes to mix his paint with all sorts of stuff. Blood, semen, urine... Sometimes he even uses some of the radioactive goo from the plasma pool, which creates this beautiful neon glow. But of course, if you happen to touch one of those pieces, you end up fusing together with it, doomed to be trapped inside of a painting for all eternity. Anyways, I thought I'd give Marv a call and get a status update on my garden gnome and introduce you to Dog Snout County's favorite artist while I'm at it. Marv, hello? God, is, is that you? No, Marv. I can hear you, man, like a tumor in my head, but I can't see you. No, Marv, it's Squatch. I'm on the phone. I just called you, and you just answered. Inside the phone? Far out, man. How'd you manage to get your whole body inside of my phone? Like, 
You're living in there? You got a hut and all? Look, Marv, I just wanted to check in and see if you finished with my garden gnome yet. Marv? Hello? Hey, Marv, you mind not huffing for a second? Just a second. All I need is an update on the garden gnome, and I'll let you get right back to huffing. Sure thing, Squatch. Um, garden gnome, garden gnome, garden gnome. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. <laughs> I totally have the garden gnome for you, man. I painted it, uh, the other, uh, yeah. God damn it, Marv, you didn't even start on it yet, did you? the hell am I paying you for? You said you charge by the hour. Does that include all the huffing you've been doing in between? Of course, man. The huff is all part of the process. My brain's like an ocean, alright? A lot of creatures run deep in the murks of the waters. So I try and sift it out with some paint. You know, when you're styling as what we artists would say, you know... I get my best designs when I'm on the paint, man. Son of a bitch. I ain't paying for your drug habit. I'm paying you to paint my goddamn garden on Marv. Now you either get to painting, or I'm gonna come over there with my chainsaw and paint your little workshop in your blood. Easy, easy, brother. Kimosabi, easy, man. Chill, look. I'm gonna start painting it right now, man. Just let me get one more huff, yeah. Marv? Marv, y'all right? It was the wildest thing, man. I was just minding my own business. Sniffing some of this sweet, sweet champagne, man. And I dropped the can and started slipping all over the place, man. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say it was all the paint fumes eating away at your motor skills. Nah, man. The huff would never do me wrong like that. I'm just glad this rack of paint cans didn't collapse on me. <laughs> Marv! Marv, you... Marv, you still there? Marv, if you can hear me, say something. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of red. I can't tell if it's paint or blood. Either way, it's trippy. Marv, just stay where you are, don't move. I'll call Sheriff Bo and send him your way. I think this is it for me. Marv, no, it's not too late. There's still time. You're right, man. <laughs> there is still time. Just enough time for one last huff. <sighs> Marv? Marv? Hello? Who, who's there? I can hear you breathing. Identify yourself. Murder moose. I see what this is. You did this to spite me. Killed poor little Marv just so I wouldn't get my garden gnome back. Well, joke's on you, Murder Moose. I just caught me a new intern that used to be a high school art teacher. I'll just pick the gnome up and have her paint it for me.
What, what is that? What are you doing? Don't you dare murder Moose. You son of a bitch. Damn it. What's wrong, Squatch? It's murder, Moose Gary. He killed Marv. But even worse, he broke my garden gnome. Oh, that's horrible. You spent all afternoon on that gnome. I know. It's a real tragedy. I've got a bad feeling about all of this, Gary. What do you mean? I don't know. It just seems like Murder Moose is toying with us. Squatch, I I think you're overreacting. I wish I was, Gary. But if you break it all down, it just doesn't make sense. If Murder Moose truly does have unlimited power, he could probably just wipe us all out in one fell swoop. And yet, what's he doing? Roaming around committing petty crimes with his mind? No. Murder Moose is just taunting us. He's biding his time. Biding his time for what? I don't know, Gary. I just don't know. But whatever it is, it's gonna be bad. And it's coming for all of us. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. Heck, maybe not till season five. But one day, Murder Moose will reveal his master plan. And when he does, it's either gonna end in all-out war, or with Dogsnout County bowing at the hooves of a malevolent moose overlord. (sighs) Well, no sense in wallowing in our sorrows now. We'll worry about it when that day comes. But today, we've got a show to do. And I better get to wrapping things up. I told y'all Connell's Donut Shop has free jelly donuts today from 12 to 3 p.m. And I've only got about 20 minutes left to get over there before the promo ends. We're going to round things out with the traffic report. But first, here's a word from our sponsors. Being a cannibal can be a chore. You gotta catch your victim, kill them, haul their body back to your home, dismember them in your bathtub, then freeze the dismembered chunks of their body. And then when supper time rolls around, you gotta take those chunks out of the freezer and defrost them in the microwave one piece at a time. And shoot, you ain't even started cooking yet. If only there was a one-stop shop for killing and eating your victims. Well, now there is with Bonesaw Billy's patented Psychowave. It's like a microwave, only bigger. The Psychowave is designed to fit the largest full-size living, breathing creatures like this pizza delivery boy here. No more dealing with the hassles of killing and dismembering a tourist. Just toss them in the Psychowave, set the timer for a couple of minutes, and... You're ready to serve a fully cooked keto-friendly dinner to your family. No physical labor required. And say you're not keen on human flesh and prefer to eat other living organisms. Ones that don't talk back and can't give you any lip is just slaughter them. Can the Psychowave handle those? With ease! The Psychowave is designed to accommodate even the largest of livestock. You can make all sorts of delectable dishes in the Psychowave, like lamb chops, <laughs> bacon, <laughs> cheeseburgers and maybe you're so hungry that you could eat a horse 
The possibilities are endless. Just because you're wasting lives in the existential sense don't mean you gotta waste your life. Save yourself the time and energy of doing cannibalism the old-fashioned way and get yourself a cycle wave today. Prices start at just 65 gold human teeth, and if y'all wanna test it out for yourself, feel free to bring a tourist down to Bonesaw Billy's Appliance Outlet and toss them into one of our floor models free of charge. And if you're still not sold, I'll tell you what I do. I'm so confident in my patented cycle wave that I'll cook myself inside of it right here, right now. I'm not sure why I'm doing this. This moose showed up outside my window and the idea just popped in my head. Honestly, it's a pretty stupid marketing technique, seeing as how I won't be allowed to collect the money if it does convince anybody to buy one of these, but hey, maybe it'll move some product. To sweeten the deal, if you get down here before this timer goes off, I'll throw in a second cycle away for free. That's right, free. So come on down to Bonesaw Billy's and pick yourself up a cycle wave today. Tell him the steaming pile of meat that used to be Billy sent you. This message was brought to you by Murder Moose. Welcome back, folks. Now, we're nearing the end of the show, and I gotta get to closing it out so I can get to Connell's Donut Shop in time before the promo ends. So, what say we close things out with the traffic report? Hopefully, it's smooth sailing so that I can get to Connell's on time. Things are looking to be free and clear on Main Street with traffic moving at a steady pace. As of right now, the road. Good God! A truck carrying a bunch of bananas just tipped over, spilling out its contents. And now, what's this? It looks like the cars are slipping on the banana peels. Christ! That looks to be about a 40 car collision. The incident has caused dozens of drivers to be catapulted through their windshields, decapitating them on the spot. Jesus, what are the odds of this? A truck full of bananas just tipping over and cars slipping all over the peels? That's just an absurd amount of bad luck. Wait a sec, what's this I see? The blood of the decapitated commuter seems to be pooling in the middle of the road and it, it looks to be spelling something out. Good luck getting your free donut now. Uh, curse you, murder moves! The Backwoods Radio Show is produced by me, Michael LaRusso, featuring music this week by Boo Hag, and featuring the voice talents of Rob Robertson, who played the role of Marv the Paint Huffer. Rob hosts his own podcast called Out of the Blank, where he sits down and talks with a variety of interesting people. You can check out Out of the Blank wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the Backwoods Radio Show, please rate and review it on Apple, and be sure to share it with your friends who also have a fucked up sense of humor. As always, thanks for listening. Baby